Hey, I'm Justin. This is Chaz. Join us as we look back together, but learn to stay present. Come with us as we rise up with hope on the horizon. This is the podcast of Extraordinary Millennial Gentlemen. Um, for us, similar, similar in aspects, uh, you know, different, different stages and things, a, a few things I'll throw out there, um, kind of as contrast in, in my story is, uh, so my medical history is kind of that, like my wife's is clean as a whistle. So we're kind of flip-flop there. And mine is, uh, I mean, I didn't make it a few months out into this earth right. before I had stuff hit. And, um, so when I was what? two months old, I got two forms of meningitis. Like I should, should not be alive. Um, more to tell to that story another time, but that's right. The basics of that is I was kind of told my whole life, like you may not have kids. And back then Mm. they didn't know, right. It was just like, you had some serious medical stuff. You almost died. Chances are hmm, you probably, so I, I heard that my whole life, like, okay, you might not have kids, you know, and I brought it up, um, prior to marriage, you know, full, that's full good. disclosure, that's a, throwing it out important. there. That's not a little, uh, baggage <laughs> I didn't, uh, you know, share. Um, so I had that kind of going into it. And mm-hmm. so I was kind of like, well, I guess, I mean, the, the weird part again, and the confusion for us and the lack of answers that you were, you were leading to is like, I thought I would have been been the the problem right and it was like well yeah, the first sure. one works so i mean fine yeah right it he came no problem and so now we're like well maybe that like again back to the, well he was he such the miracle like mm. not have any more so that started coming up and i know you know maybe other guys in in this type of situation and i guess I don't know if these are again are hundred percent, but the statistics we were told mm-hmm. is it's kind of 50 50, whether it's the guy or the girl, yeah, that's, sure. that's not a, a lot of people don't know that. And we, we've got some mutual friends where, you know, it's, it's been we, the guy we side. We rattle them off to make that 50 fit between our circle of friends and acquaintances yeah. that we know have struggled with this. I think it is 50 50. Yeah, I mean, it, we're not going to make a list, but right. I, yeah. I, yeah. I would agree it, with that. It makes In sense. our small circle. And, but so having kind of been in that situation where I was like, yeah, it's going to be me or, and then on the flip side, when you have those conversations and your wife's like, Oh, I guess it's me. Like that is a big burden to, to kind of work through, like thinking yeah. like, Oh, it's, I'm the reason. Right. And, and so it is, there's a huge drive, like you're mentioning to seek out these answers and, so we, we started, you know, we went and did some procedures and stuff as well to give this a try. And, um, the, there's multiple options. We tried them both right? Uh, yep. and both all, all failures. Like you're talking about just swinging a miss every time, you know, striking out and, um, and through the more uh, invasive procedures and stuff like complete failure across the board, no viable even options to use for us. Um, mm-hmm. for some of those things. And, and so n- completely no answers came and, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, we kind of knew that going into it cause this particular doctor, and again, we've been blessed by the change of job and, and some mm-hmm. of those things to kind of help with us. Cause that's a big barrier, um, it is. as well. And so it, could you imagine being employed? 
Oh yeah. Oh. On your own insurance, trying to do this. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, on like a self-insured. Yeah. Wow. Well, and we had some friends. Not going to say who, but they were in the point where they were like signing up for the state care options because mm. their current didn't offer it. But for them to pay yeah. outright, it made more sense for them to pay that higher monthly. It's some kind of coverage. Co- it, yeah, exactly. Right. It was like it was better to do that. So they, you know, worked with what options they so, had. So can I can I throw that yeah, out yeah. there? You've identified a couple of really important aspects to this that I I can relate to, and I mm-hmm. won't rehash all of our experience per sure. se. But for everybody listening out there, I think Chaz made a couple of really good points. Uh, well, they were all great points. Great. Um, but a couple things here. that jump out to me if you're listening and you're not necessarily dealing with this, uh, haven't, or you think you might, that conversation of trying to relate to one another as, as spouse, uh, spouse to spouse mm-hmm. about something biological that may be preventing you from this amazing experience of joy, rite of passage and desire that you both share. Yep. It's extremely, extremely unique mm-hmm. to have that conversation and to talk through that. It'll humble you down to the mud, you know, yep. um, and the second thing I wanted to point out was what we were what we were just kind of relating to, um, and that experience you shared with uh, that couple, you know, and that is the financial burden of doing this takes actual it takes actual planning, it takes analysis. Mm-hmm. You're shopping around the potential to further your genetic pool, mm-hmm. and I think there's some taboos around that. Oh yeah, you know, there's this this idea that's like. Well, let me, let me give you a juxtaposition. Okay. I saw this a lot in our first few years of marriage, good friends, people that we love, people that we know, well, they get pregnant. Uh, They're going through a healthy pregnancy and they are just sweating bullets about the financial burden. It's the unknown. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the first child. Maybe it's not the first child. Yep. Um, Financial stress financial strain. Okay. Um, I'm not saying one is better than the other or one is worse, Yeah. but a juxtaposition of that is not able to start your family and the barriers you might have to doing that mm-hmm. absolutely relate to your finances oh, yeah. and your ability to come up with large lump sums of money, um, uh, mm-hmm. large amounts of, uh, <laughs> capital. Sorry. Got economics running (laughs) through my head. Yes. Marks. Nope. Um, Yeah. Just cash flow. You got to have a lot of cash Mm -hmm. and, and liquidity, right. Mm -hmm. To be able to do this because you'll find that some of these processes are maybe not terribly expensive, the cost of certain tests and diagnostics, but then it's going to come to a put up or shut up point. procedures, surgeries, outpatient, um, things that may require anesthesia, Mm -hmm. um, not, not a small sum of money. Right. uh, I mean, it, I think you could easily get to the same price going through this process as the initial adoption. But, you know, sometimes you have to go through these before you consider that, uh, for some people. And so by the time you get there, it's like, okay, we've spent all this. Like we've, you give up some 
Yeah. And, and I don't want this to sound shallow, but just normal pieces of life like trips or yep. things for the house or whatever you, you, you make these trade-offs cause you, you're making them for the family and you're like, well, we want this to happen. This is our goal. We, we prefer this over those. Right. So they're, they're good yeah. trade-offs, but you're still making them. And, you know, so it kind of sets you back on those other plans and things yeah, of sure. life. Uh, and, and it is a barrier and then you go through it and then you may still have more to go through based on the rounds, the jobs, all that kind yeah. of stuff. And I mean, just as, as an example, it's like, have you ever had to be like, okay, I need to throw down over a thousand dollars for this one shot for these mm -hmm. meds. And I don't know if the insurance is going to cover it, but we need it based on the timing, like in two days. So I need to overnight yep. this, throw yep. it on a card maybe or drain a little bit of your savings and just cross your fingers and hope everything works out so it, it right. is like like you said some some lump sums here and there that you know you just you kind of do yeah i i want to i want to walk through a little bit of our journey a little bit further man i'm being long-winded sure. i think i got to probably three years in maybe maybe about four years in mm -hmm. so we've been at um this particular clinic getting different diagnostics, diagnostics, trying a couple different procedures. My wife had a little outpatient surgery yep. that got us to about 12 months in. And our doctors said, okay, you did this very common procedure. I, mm -hmm. uh, we did two of those yep. and our doctor kind of said, here's the deal. Statistically, the fact that you had success in these two IUIs, your third is kind of exponentially oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, not in your favor. So we can do that. And then uh, compared to some other procedures, more cost effective. Yeah. Or our doctor said, or we can just shoot the moon. He didn't say that. He was very educated. This is my idiot version <laughs> translated. Um, uh, we can go for an IVF in yeah. vitro fertilization. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we, we, we kind of sat through what, what that would look like. And then we had to go to the business manager and talk through numbers. And I'm just going, my yep. brain's like, we've already spent a lot of money yeah. to maybe just be faced with one option. That's an extremely expensive option. And mm, excuse me. So I, I, on that ride home, I think we talked about everything but that. Mm -hmm. We got home. My wife had been a little quiet and uh, I'm thinking, okay, we gave this a solid shot for a year. I think 12 months, you know, we keep trying, but we've got to hoard some money, mm -hmm. you know, and cause we've got other things planned. We've got goals. We've got things going on. Uh, she's working full time. I'm working full time. Right. So we're, we're in a, in a very stable spot and this is, voluntarily throwing a ton of instability oh, yeah. into yep. it as well as the financial risk because we don't have that money today, Yeah, which is where I start to feel that risk. I said, can I pony this up right now? Yeah. Do I have a recovery plan financially? And you, you don't really want to go to your local bank and be like, I need, I need a, a loan, loan for a baby. I'm yeah. loaning <laughs> out my first child. Like that doesn't That's make right. sense. Yeah. Finance. That's right. Fleeced him. I fleeced mm -hmm. this baby. So we can laugh about this. People. It's okay. Yeah. It's all yeah. right. So, okay. What did my wife say? She looked at me just 
absolute uh, humility and clarity was like, we need to do this. Mm. And that was one of those, like, I've got 10 reasons why we shouldn't, but she's right. Yep. And I don't know why, but I'm going to keep going through the argument of the 10 in my head and just keep it to itself. Yeah. Then yeah I you, won't don't, get you, don't, you don't let those out at that moment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Yep. Okay. So we started down that path. Chip mentioned something, at least in the IVF procedure, that's really important. If you've, if you've experienced this, I'm, I'm curious to know uh, what, what your experience was, but you get with some of these procedures where they cannot genuinely estimate the financial impact of the burden, the cost, the right. that come because the, the very, it's incredible that the, that procedures and the things that science can mimic. Um, but you get to a point where the, clinic is working with you or your spouse yeah. uh, or both to prepare you for kind of what pregnancy may taking its course and just getting everything ready. And the only way that can be is through hormones, through mm -hmm. synthetic means. Yep. And while they're typically unsafe, not trying to go conspiracy theory, they're incredibly expensive, mm -hmm. incredibly expensive. We lived in Denver, Colorado at the time, and there were two pharmacies in Colorado. One was in Denver. The other was not in Denver. That for the most part, we had to go in person and pick up. Mm -hmm. And they were not covered by insurance uh, and very expensive. And it was like, once you start down this road of trying to replicate these natural processes, if you don't stick with this, then there's not much that those doctors can do. Science really can't help you out if you can't execute the plan. Right. Um, that ended up being far more expensive than we thought. So we came out of this um, with a successful retrieval. We had embryos that were developed. We were incredibly humbled. It mm -hmm. was amazing to get to that stage. We had embryos uh implanted and we had our twins uh my two daughters through that process and i can tell you right now it is just a string of totally unexpected did we beat the statistics uh i would say we're right in line with the statistics yeah um and for those of you guys out there who haven't dove into this uh, but you're looking at it as a couple or as a family. Yeah. Age is really important. Age is really important. It, it's a tough thing because financially, most people are better off. I mean, statistically, they are better off the older they are and have a, a greater means to earn an income. Yep. Um, and yet, the earlier you can do this and the younger you are, the statistics will fit success. Right. Um, but I'm not a statistician. I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you that that's how the math always works, but we, we were very, very lucky to come out with the skin of our teeth still intact, mm -hmm. uh, to kind of cash flow this. And, um, yeah. And, and we had, uh, our daughters. 
Hey, thanks for spending some time with us today. Uh, hope you find hope and joy throughout this upcoming week. If you've liked this podcast, please hit the subscribe button, give us a thumbs up, and we'll see you next week. I ate my grandma.